Hello, Internet. We are podcasts, a new podcast for the News Friends umbrella. I don't know. Is it a corporation? Is it a... Not yet. I, not yet. Not yet. It's made like $2. <laughs> uh, All I'm, of $2. I'm your host, Brian McGovern. The, here with me, Xiao Shu. Hi, everyone. Tanya Camisa. Hey. And Bailey Nicholson. That's me. Hi. And we want to start a new podcast that's, uh, you know, all about our passion, which is movies, TV, anything that we kind of like. Mostly movies and TV. That's kind of that's kind of what the only thing we, we really talk about. Anything besides serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anything to avoid, like, Nothing actual else. No journalism. other interests. Yeah. yeah. So just, just real fluffy movies and whatnot. So we don't have a set kind of, like, scenario of what we want it to be, what we want it to look like. We don't have a name yet, but we'll get there, you know. This is, how, this is how things start. Uh, but the first things that I kind of want to bring back, bring to us is maybe we can start with some box office numbers. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda <laughs> 3 starting at number one. Pulling in strong. Bringing those kids in. And actually, Xiao, please. <laughs> Xiao's the only one in the room that has seen Kung Fu Panda. And so I'm like yes. really interested to hear what you thought before you fell asleep. And so. maybe it's like <laughs> not asleep? surprising that to hear a Chinese person. Oh. To hear a Chinese when to see Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think of that until you said that to me just now. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I really want to watch the um, uh, the Revenant, but some of my friends they just say, "Oh, I'm afraid you will be boring. I'm afraid I can't really understand." So they say, "Come," because we already bought the Kung Fu Panda tickets for you. And I say, "Okay." So I like forced to go. And when I got there, and they say, "Shall let's go to buy tickets for Kung Fu Panda?" I said, "You guys, you said you already bought it. <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, that's a trick to like get you here." And I was like, "Okay, let's just watch it." But. Yeah, because I was not a big fan of this movie before. I only watched the first one, and it, it's good, but it's not like great. And but I feel it's it's very relaxing, and the pictures are pretty. And I feel it would be a really really good choice for like family um, go together, and especially if you just wanna watch a movie that you don't really wanna use your brain a lot, <laughs> like really like totally relax. So I think. It could be a very, very good like cho- uh, choice. So, like yeah. the opposite of the Revenant, the very opposite. <laughs> yeah, I like, think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have two comments. My first comment is that now I kind of want to refer to like any situation where like your friends force you to do something or you get roped in by accident. I kind of want to call that being kung fu panda. <laughs> and then my second comment is that it's <laughs> is that it's funny that you say that like it would be great for a family instead of seeing the revenant, whereas like our friend Sarah with three children decided to take them to the revenant. Oh. Yeah, that's family what that reminded movie. me of. It was like know. a reverse situation. Also, I found it funny how they were like, oh, don't go see The Revenant. You might not understand it. But a a show about an animated panda that does kung fu is a lot more easy to understand. And (laughs) it's like real life scenarios, people. Real life scenarios. (laughs) It's interesting that uh, Kung Fu Panda has like a lot of talent, actually. Like I'm going through it. Really? You know, the main guy, Jack Black, of course. Uh, Oh, I thought you meant the panda itself has a lot of talent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the the voice, the voice acting behind okay. it. Like, we got, I think this is new edition. Brian Cranston's in it. What? Oh wow! Dustin Hoffman, of course. Angelina Jolie, J.K. Oh. Simmons, Jackie oh Chan, God. Seth Rogen, Lucy Liu, uh, David Cross, Kate Hudson, 
And I think that's pretty much where it stops. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, because the new movie has a new character in there, it's a, like a female panda, which is very who is very beautiful and have a like very sexy figure. And she's then, a panda. <laughs> yeah, but she is. Like, Little hourglass figure panda. The eyelashes are so long. And then when we saw the 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 one who gave who gave the voice. Like, like the one the the, act, the actress for it. Yeah, the act is Kate Hudson, and some oh, there you go. a lot of people are like ah oh ha ha ha. I didn't really expect it's Kate. Did they do the thing at the end of the credits where like they do like half the screen is like this character is voiced by this actor or whatnot? Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah, course they did. Like that. Of course. Yeah. Actually, but it's surprisingly like like I did. It's surprising that I didn't really recognize Jackie Chan's voice. Yeah, Jackie Chan. I think he's been in the, on the movie since the beginning because actually. Uh, Jack Black was on Conan the other night, and he said that it actually this is the first time that he's actually met Jackie Chan, mm -hmm. like in real life, like oh. ever since they started making these movies like ten years ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> and Jackie Chan told Jack Black like, yeah, just like give me any movie ideas and we'll do it together or something, anything you want. And now Jack Black's like all pressured and whatnot, and he pitches this like stupid idea to Conan <laughs> about like they're two chefs that like are making burgers or something like that, and Conan was like. All right, stop. Do not pitch that to Jackie Chan. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, the family market, you get that. Like, mm, probably was as when it opened number one. Yeah. And number two, we got The Revenant because it's still making money and Oscar Buzz is catching on. People mm. are like, ooh, what is that movie? And whatnot. It's really good. It's Tan, are you the only one who hasn't seen it? I haven't seen it. I think the rest of us Me have. Shao hasn't oh, seen Oh, I thought you did. Yeah, because they made her go see Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Shao was just supposed to see it, but... You know. Oh, that's right. Oh. Okay, well... Oh. It's a good movie, but it's, uh, you know, don't don't eat a lot before you go watch it. I was also Too many dead the... animal carcasses. <laughs> well, here's the thing, is I'm, like, very... I find myself very sensitive to, like, animal violence in movies. Even when I know it's not real, I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. Like, this bothers me. But, like, after the first couple, <laughs> the first couple, <laughs> like, I Because there's more than a couple. Yeah, oh I God. just kind of became, like, it didn't bug me anymore. And I just, like, oh, animal innards. Oh, there they are. Again. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of started to more appreciate it for, like, this the broad story and, like, mm -hmm. and the realistic element of it. I mean, like, there was no, in that time period where this was supposed to be set, nobody, there's no PETA. Like, nobody's like, oh, my God, like, don't hurt that horse. Like, like, like you know, they couldn't, like, avoid that. And I and I get it, and it was very pretty, which I don't think we even need to say because I feel like that's like the biggest compliment towards this movie that like everyone has heard around the world is that it is so visually striking. Yeah, some of the posters that are like in the a display at the at the Cineplex are like have like it's just like a wide shot of something happening and like in the background just a little bit of someone walking or something like that. Like this movie is very beautiful. It's you know all natural lighting and whatnot. We all know the story. Mm. Very good. Uh, Coming in number three, surprise, surprise, Star Wars, Force Awakens, still pulling in the big bucks. Who's seen it in this one? I, I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, yes, everyone. Everyone. Did. Everyone. That's why. So, <laughs> did, did, did you guys cry when Han Solo died? Spoilers. <sighs> like, I expected it. It's pretty obvious the for you. The whole time you know? or like as soon as he came into contact with Adam Driver? Like the, Pretty like, much like as soon as they're on that bridge, yeah. I'm like, it's it's going down. Like, it's happening. Yeah. Chewie's still crying. Uh, coming in at number four, The Finest Hours. This is the... That's the one about the boat, Yeah. Right? Not in the heart of the sea. 
not in the heart of the sea, which Tanya thought it was. I was like, this is movies? the same movie. No, it's just that their trailer is like, it's, it, they're both about big boat wrecks, or at least that's yeah. what like it looks like in the trailer. But Brian was telling me that they are not the same because in the heart of the sea <laughs> is about Moby Dick. Oh, right. That's the one that has uh, Chris Hemsworth and the kid that's going to be Spider-Man. They're like a they so get different hit. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two different Chris. Two different Chris's. Uh, and then who's in this one? And this one is Chris Pine. Oh. And uh, Casey Affleck. Man, yeah. oh, I like Casey Affleck. Poor it, Casey Affleck. You know, you know what? It's not getting bad reviews. It's <laughs> just right. like you know, like a Disney movie that that will look good on cable. Like it'll be like a thing where mm. you're, three years from now you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. One time maybe if you want, but that's it, pretty much it. Yeah. Has anyone seen it? No. 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 Like there's no, <laughs> no. part of me that wants to. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> right along too. That's is this the, the one with Kevin Hart? Your Kevin judgment Hart and, uh, is just oozing through this. <laughs> Ice, Ice Cube, you know, mad respect for Ice Cube, but uh. Oh my god! Can I just say this reminds me? Do you remember when we saw um, uh, Creed? No. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I see a lot of movies. Brian sees a lot of movies because often we both see them at the same time, and yeah. the previews for Creed were all like movies with only black actors like it was like african-american movies in the previews only and i found it so offensive and that's the only time that i saw the trailer for ride along too was like waiting for creed to start who who decides that um like what what trailers are played i think movie companies can like you know have the service deals when like sometimes big trailers that are expected are like oh we want to be before star wars or we want to be before the captain america or whatnot and but with with that kind of stuff Probably it's just like the movie companies and whatnot, and what's what trailers uh, work here in, in Canada, for example. But yeah, it just seemed pretty racially targeted too. Oh, wow. I was just increasingly uncomfortable. Like the first one, you're like, okay, and then like three more, and you're like, I see what's happening here. Because like, unless that was something that like the the producers of the film wanted, but if it's the movie company, then that's that's a different thing. Yeah, the the barbershop movie though, that looks good, right? Um, Ice Cube's he owns like a barbershop and isn't it like the third there's, one there's so many barbershop movies I feel I like it's know. just like the next installment plus yeah. Nicki Minaj I right. didn't know that, that was a franchise but huh, maybe fun fact yeah uh, so those are the top five on the box office numbers you know not a lot of surprises next week we're gonna we're gonna get some interesting releases which we'll talk about in a bit but uh, let's start with our first topic uh, on Saturday the, the Screen Actors Guild Awards were held and I don't know who hosted them, but, you know, whatever. I don't think... Do they have a host, like a designated host? Wasn't it? Is the guild the host? <laughs> <laughs> because I was... I was, Yeah, I came in late um, uh, when it was airing, but, like, it didn't seem to have had a host, really. It was just kind so of, like... So it was like just, like, people standing Alternating up like, people that would come out and, like, present yeah. the awards. I'm not sure who gave, like, the opening, like, monologue or anything, but... Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it has a designated host, like, the Oscars or, or like... The yeah. Globes. Yeah, I anyways. I don't see anything, but yeah. Well, going right into it, the big winners of the night, uh, first with uh, performance by an ensemble. And remember, the Screen Actor Guild Awards are more about like the performances just only, so it's only actors and actresses and whatnot, and kind of like the big award is for the whole ensemble. Uh, starting with the comedy series, it's uh, Orange is the New Black. Got the Got the nod there. Like, of all the comedy series that there are? Like, I watch it and I like it, but, like, is it the funniest thing I've watched this year? Like, no. 
Yeah. There's no way. I don't know. I, sometimes sometimes that kind of like just gets dragged on. Like there was like a period of time when like Modern Family kept winning. Like, yeah. Oh every God, year. every year. And it was like, did, did, did they just like, did they just, what's, you but know. But that happens a lot with TV. I feel like once a series hits its stride, it'll win for like three, four straight years and like no other series has a chance. And that might be kind of the thing with Orange is the New Black now. Yeah, um, but the thing is, just like Modern Family, it still keeps so like such a high quality, like is so well made, and every episode is just full of like. Do you do you like Modern Family? I love it. Oh, yeah. Modern Family is good. I like, can't miss like one episode. I do not watch it religiously, but I have seen it in passing, and I think it's a funny show. Like I think it's well done. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen, but mm. one of the writers from that show used to work on Community. She was, like, a main force behind the best season. Yeah, because this is... I don't really watch a lot of TV shows because just I, I I hate it. Like, I have to keep track of, like, each episode. I feel like I don't have those energy to do that. But, yeah, like, um, but this Modern is Family is one of them. So okay. A few of them. Also, I, like... Orange is the New Black... It's not really funny all the time. Like, is it meant to be? Like, is it meant to be a comedy? Because I feel like it's got to be like at least half just straight up drama. That last yeah. episode is like, haha, laughed my way to the end. No, no, I didn't. I mean, a lot of shows do kind of straddle the line of of comedy drama, but yeah, I feel like Orange is the New Black has increasingly become more and more bleak, which I guess is fair for the subject matter. Um, but yeah. But what's your favorite like um, uh, comedy and drama like short? Like favorite comedy series? Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a comedy per like I'm not a sitcom person at, at all. Mm. Like I don't watch any of the sitcoms. Um, we just watched Silicon Valley. That's pretty good. And can I say that like if that one I would be so excited? It's well, really funny. Le- yeah. Let me hit you with this. I'm gonna tell you since uh-huh. since you're not that well versed into the comedy world. Let me give you the the nominees and you can tell me which one you think okay. would like. So first, Big Bang Theory. Oh no. Oh, I like no, it. No no. My mom's gonna be sad. <laughs> no god no. My mom loves it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> second, Key and Peel. I've never seen it. You should, because it's really Key and good. Peel's pretty funny. Really? Yeah. It's good, but it it doesn't live on TV. Like you know, you don't watch it, it on TV. It doesn't live on TV. It doesn't live on TV. Being like you know, oh, it's six thirty. Time to watch Key and Peele. It's like it's on YouTube. Oh, but okay. Of course, Comedy Central doesn't like that, so they don't let us watch it over here. Um, next one is Modern Family, which we talked about. Yeah. Orange is the New Black. Which one? Transparent. Oh, Transparent. Yeah, Transparent is kind of like Orange is the New Black as well. I'm not sure it's so much a comedy. Well, yeah. the, the, the SAG guys think it's, it's a comedy. And uh, last but not least, Veep. Veep, actually a pretty good show. But Veep I've been meaning to watch for it's, a really long time. It's that kind of show that, like, it already hit, like, its high point and it's just it's just good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's funny, it's good, it's smart, but... I'm going to start calling the people that, like, um, determines the winners at the SAG Awards, like, the Saggies. There you go. In my mind. I don't go. have to say it out loud all the time. No, now saggies. you have to say it. Every time, like, you know, the Saggies uh, The Saggies didn't make the right call on this one, <laughs> in my personal opinion. I'm uh, a little bit uh, disappointed at the new uh, Big Bang Theory. I just feel like it's not... Oh, yeah? T- tell me tell me all your critic points <laughs> about the Big Bang Theory. It's not as Leonard and Sheldon not... Sheldon is, like... 
is not Sheldon anymore. He's not Sheldon anymore. He's like become a normal people, having a love life, and isn't that like the end point of that show? That like get him to be a quote unquote normal person, like you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're trying to do, but I just feel like it's not as funny as before. That show's gonna hit a point when it's just gonna be over because like those contracts are so expensive at this point. I don't know how much they're getting paid so much money. Like yeah, a hundred. Oh, uh, like one million per, per episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, which is insane. So like that can go on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, next was outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series, and the winner was Downton Abbey. Never seen which, it. Which you know we all see never seen it. Now, do we think they got it though? Because it's as far as I know, this was its last series or season or is it i think so i think oh, it's over okay. now well maybe like a goodbye call but yeah because you know. i don't think they've ever won in this category before haven't they i feel like they've won it like every time i feel like always dan and abby's like oh yeah oh, won okay, the thing but i don't know <laughs> get uh the other nominees were game of thrones homeland house of cards and Mad Men. Oh, okay mm-hmm. all pretty good shows except for homeland i have not finished except for Mad homeland Men, so. yeah. you're not a homeland fan no it's just you know i don't know. i watched the first three yeah and then i stopped <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know because just see a like crazy carry all the time it's too crazy yeah. brody <laughs> yeah brody oh, i'm not i don't even get this joke really i haven't either. seen the show so that's okay yeah. that's fine <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. Uh, the next one, uh, shout out to the Westeros kids. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series. Game of Thrones. I guess that's kind of like pre-made for them. I feel like you I can't. Know. <laughs> you can't really, de- I mean, this isn't like, what is it for stunt? Yeah. Stunt like, ensemble. Okay, you can't really be like, they didn't deserve that. Like, I'm sure they did. Yeah, the, I feel like we can't really talk about this one. <laughs> that's, that's like the one where like the show just does so many crazy action set pieces, right? So like kind of has to go to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same category, but this is for a motion picture. Uh, Mad Max. Yay! Fury Road. Mad Max was so good. But again, this yes. is about like the stunt ensemble, to which I will also say like I'm sure they earned it. Aren't you well versed in the mm-hmm. stunt world of acting and all the actors and the stunts? I don't know. No. The next one, uh, this is where things start to get heated up. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in television, movie, or miniseries, Idris Elba for Luther, which is an amazing show. I really? didn't see it. I you didn't. It? I didn't, I didn't watch see it, it but like no this. complaints about him. So none, <laughs> like none at all. He no is complaints. Beautiful so man. I'm sure, he deserved it. Like how many? Like three episodes? Um. Yeah, it's like one of those BBC shows that like. Every series is like a couple of only episodes. Mm, it's I all see. on Netflix, so you know. Mm. Shout but still, out. I have to like say I really love Mad Max. Oh yeah. The Fury Road. Me too. I'm and really I'm mad like, that it'll probably not win anything other than what it just won. Oh, you mean like in Academy? Like uh mm-hmm. yeah. Oscar? Yeah. But well, it's just like w- I think it's my favorite in twelve ooh. like last year. Love last year? Yeah. No, that's a that's a good call. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Tanya, it won our hearts. And that's <laughs> and what that's matters. all that matters. That's all that matters. It will live on in our hearts. It did it did get like cold status like pretty much immediately. Like yeah, the moment it came true. out. And Charlize, she just oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever see Monster? Yes. Oh. She did like ten years ago. Christ. Oh. She won Oscar because of that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. That is a you should. scary movie. I know. Well. It's so she like transforms completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that the rule? Like if you change your body enough, like you're gonna win an Oscar. <laughs> like mean, if you lose a lot of weight or you gain a lot of weight or like you know what I mean? Like yeah, if you really do the physical yeah, 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 yeah. transformation, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna Especially give you Especially if you're a woman. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, you starved yourself or you got really fat? Ooh, Oscar. Must have been <laughs> so hard. <laughs> if we have to give an award for someone who's very good at uh, like losing weight or gain weight, I think that must be Christoph... Uh, Oh, what's his name? I forget. What movie? What what show? Bat Batman. 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 Oh, oh. Um, Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, he's. Oh yeah, right? he got really skinny for a movie that I didn't see. Uh, that one, but wanted to. The Machinist. Which movie? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that was the one okay. that he got the the Oscar for, or the and nom. And then he got so fat in the one uh, last year. Oh, American Hustle. American Hustle. Yeah, American Hustle. yeah he did. Oh, American right. Hustle was great. He's pretty good at that. There are a lot of actors who like you know hate going through those those kind of deals. Like uh, I think recently Hugh Jackman was the one that came out that one of the main things that he's not doing the Wolverine anymore is because he has to get too jacked. He has up. to get like super jacked up, and then other movies like ask him to be more normal and whatnot and so it's 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 it's, it's difficult definitely it's mm-hmm. it's like really hard um in the same category but for a female actor uh queen latifah won for bessie which you know shout out to the queen but i haven't seen her show it's really good tana is the only one oh yeah who's yeah it's one. like What's an it hbo movie about uh bessie smith like the legendary um jazz and blues singer oh mm. cool it's really good yeah so well earned i i believe so Ah, that's cool. I I, I saw the on uh, the Golden Globes. People were kind of like saying that she should have won it, but oh, she right. she lost. I think. Uh, performance outstanding performance by a male actor in a comedy series. We got Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. I feel like I haven't watched it, and I've been wanting to, and I feel like that's my reply to a lot of things. Does this push you to watching it though, or like did it or like, will it? Will it? Like yeah, like there's just so. M- it's, it won awards last year, too, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it's so, been yeah. a consistent winner, so it's always just kind of in the back of my mind is like, oh, I really have to get on that. Well, can you watch it now that you got a, the other service? I got Show Me, there you and go. I got it. You know what? I won't even have any shame. I got it to watch all the episodes of The O.C., <laughs> because I actually, I own all the DVDs, but, like, I've lost a bunch of them oh, over okay. the years. Oh. So... Now that I have shown, no, but I I fucking hate Show Me though. Really? So Why? yeah, it's just like it's so much worse the, the the design of the website and like when you search for stuff, you have to type it like exactly, and even then sometimes it's like nope, and I'm like, what are you talking really? about? Really, it's like, like not even it doesn't pick up on keywords. The search it's, is really bad. It's really weird. ugly. It's really slow. Although my internet is also kind of not the best, but I st- it's still it's not good. Huh. Well, my personal opinion. When did it release? Like last year, right, or something like that? Yeah, it's newer. Yeah, it's so like still working out. How the much kinks. is it? Is it like net, like a Netflix? Subscription it's like the same. Or? It's like eight ninety nine, yeah. but they're doing like a f- you can get a free month. It's the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're pretty much doing the thing of like, look at all the shows that Netflix doesn't have. Yeah, we have them. Oh yeah. But then again, Netflix has a look like. Tons and tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, going back to perfor- winners, we got Viola Davis. She won for Outstanding Performance, female actor in drama series for How to Get Away with Murder, which, have you, anyone seen it? No? No. I, I loved her speech, though. Yeah, what she, was her speech? Where she's like, oh, people always come up to me and they say, aren't you worried that, you know, your character on How to Get Away with Murder, you know, is an, is an anti-hero and she's, you know, you know, not a good person and she's not a mentor and he was just, and she's just like, well, why do I have to be a hero? Yeah. Like, why do I have to be a mentor? She's like, my job as an actor is to portray someone, you know, real, somebody who's, like, messy and has flaws, and I feel like I do that to the best of my ability. And I thought it was a really good speech, especially with female characters where they tend to get that critique where they're like, oh, they're a bad person, and then when you see a male character that is 
very much the same. It's, it's like, like always complex. a badass, like like yeah. like Draper from Mad Men, right? right? Like, like he's, he's praised he's cool for being a fucking terrible person. But right? if like a woman is like that, it's like yeah, wow, I don't like, like that aren't character. Aren't you worried what's what 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 message you're gonna send to young girls? It's like what that you can be a human being that's flawed, like men are. Like that's a terrible message to send. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. I'm I'm glad that she she won it because she's she's been consistent in like her movie choices for the past couple of years and I mean this show is a home run for her like it has tons of numbers and it's kind of one of those like thank God it came at the time that it's here because cable really needed it mm-hmm. um, and going as far away from cable as we can <laughs> Kevin Spacey won for his performance in House of Cards uh, as a male actor in a drama series even though season three wasn't that great. It wasn't as good as the first two. Yeah, kind of lost a little. It lost some of its sparkle. That spacey sparkle started to go. I really (laughs) trademark the spacey sparkle. Did you guys watch it? No, I've actually never seen House of Cards. Okay, well, I'm not gonna worry about spoil. Well, I'm not gonna. No, it's. I'm not just gonna like unload spoilers, but I'm gonna say that I like that. Like he might be a little bit gay. Like oh, I did yeah. hear about yeah, yeah, yeah. this. I am so into Was it that. like some it was a threesome or some kind of like Yeah, there was a threesome with like his wife and a guy and then there was also like a writer who was like following him around and trying to write a book about him and they kind of had like a connection. And I'm like digging it. Like I would, sexuality is fluid. Yes. Like let's explore that that like a powerful man can like be that and not really have like gender bias when it comes to who's and attracted to. And more than to. that, I would love if they went that route and actually used the word bisexual because I don't think I've ever seen a TV series yet to date where there's actually some like a male character that is established to be a bisexual. Sex in the City. Really? Uh, yeah. In, um, oh, I can't remember what season, but Sex in the City, there's an episode where Carrie dates a guy and he's okay. and he tell and they're like, oh, so like, what were your last relationships like? And he was like, well, there was this chick and this chick and this guy. And then she like doesn't know how to feel about it, and like it explores that a little. But bit. like he was kind of like a minor player. He wasn't like he a, was in one episode. Okay, but fair enough. So you mean like a main? Yeah, character. like a like a somebody like what's his what's his character's name? I don't remember. Somebody oh, like oh, you mean in House of Cards? Yes. Oh, Frank Underwood. Okay, yeah, somebody like Frank Underwood who's a very powerful, like affluent character. Like I would love to see them use the word bisexual to describe him but we'll see we'll see where it goes mm, we'll see uh and then next pulling the double win idris elba for beast of no nation as a outstanding performance male actor in a supporting role this movie i'm the only one here who's seen beast of no nation right yeah so you can just mm-hmm. tell us all it's <laughs> so good it's, <laughs> it's really good but in like a way that it's not it's not surprising like in a like you know like oh that movie was so like the moment you hit play you know you're, you're watching something if it's not super special it's just gonna have like a really strong performance and Idris Elba is just fantastic in it and, like he's in everything uh, directed by Kari Joji Fukunaga who directed all of the True Detective season one. Oh wow and it's just it's beautiful the good season of True Detective yeah <laughs> the yeah, only pretty much. season that matters <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he he he, it's it's amazing. It's good. It's it's just really fun. It's you really watch it it's really in good. Theater or on Netflix? No, on on, on Netflix. Okay. It's I, I think that was the I think it had like a limited run on theaters, but it, you know mm. I didn't pay that much attention on the theater. And then in the same uh, category, but for a female actor, uh, Alicia Vikander for the Danish Girl, she's starting to get more more traction because um, she got 
people were, were thought a little angry that she didn't win it at the Golden Globes. She had like two nominations for Danger Girl and uh, Ex Machina, which you know, Ex Machina. I don't know. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I will say, having seen, have any of you guys seen the Danish Girl? No, no uh, but I want to. I want oh, to. Yeah. Well, I've seen it, and like I, f- she stole that entire movie. Like it's it's not like she has a supporting role, and she plays um, Eddie Redmayne's wife, who kind of sticks with him through through um, his transition hmm. or her transition, and she's just like perfect, like heartbreaking, and just like sh- she struggles obviously with accepting, you know, the change but like still like stays with her throughout and it's just like the most heart-wrenching performance so i think it's very very deserved is it still in theaters i don't know uh, you just got like very wide i watched eyed it when I, I watched it. it online i feel she she did a she did a really really good job but for me i just feel like Addie just like so eye catching that some sometimes i may feel like people may easy to ignore her a little bit mm. but still she did a good job i i admit but just Eddie's just like Eddie's a star yeah he he you know he's pretty good he's he's gonna be on the uh, that new Harry Potter movie that, that's coming oh, out oh yeah well you can't really call it that because he's not in it and I'm more surprised that how can you can't he be sorry how can just a slow breath he's still he playing in some theaters by the way how can he be such a good actor like without a like professional training and background and Oh yeah, is he one of those? I was like, I didn't go to because he was a, he was a model before. Who right? is? Oh, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. No, I'm pretty sure he he didn't he go to um oh god what's oh, a famous he? like oh, acting sorry, conservatory in London like the same one that um Michael Fassbender and all them went to. I feel like oh. yeah, and he also comes from a really rich family, so I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, that helps. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> he went yeah. to the same I think um boarding school as Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, like he oh. comes from very. Because I got like, to know this guy because he was um, in the Burberry uh, commercial. F- okay. Oh my God, he was. Yeah. yeah. So then I know he got famous, and then he started to like perform in one of the movie, mm, Me and Monroe. Monroe. What was that one? Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh where it was yeah, like yeah, my yeah. week with Marilyn. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. He had done stuff before that though as well. Like I, I, oh, I see. he made this really kind of out there movie with Julianne Moore, and I think that was the first thing that I ever saw him in, and it was like oh. very heavy on the incest and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, cool. Okay. So go check that out. I'm getting the <laughs> sense that like a big chunk of this podcast may very well be one of us being like, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, and yeah. then us trying to and, guess and so, it. So like we go to IMDb and check it. No, so we just keep guessing because it's for the entertainment of the listener. Uh, Redmayne's big break came from uh, last year's The Theory of Everything. Yeah. That oh, was right. when he was playing uh, Stephen Hawking and during his... Oh, my God. I was going to say Ethan Hawke. Just like for a <laughs> Oh, second. God. Why is Ethan Hawke's biopic? Playing the actor, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> No, uh, that that that's the next one. That's his next role. Just embody Ethan Hawke, which I feel like they could not look more different. Yeah, well, you know, acting challenge. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, and now we get to the big big hitters. Uh, yes. Coming in, uh, not big surprise, I guess. Leonardo DiCaprio won for his performance in The Revenant for outstanding male actor in the leading role. 
I would like to say, which I wanted to say earlier, but we moved on very quickly. Oh, there you go. Which is, oh, that's, we're Work, still, we're like, perfectly. we're working out the kinks and, right. like, how long to pause and to make sure everyone's done. Um, <laughs> like, this movie had very little dialogue, especially by him, I felt, in comparison yeah. to other movies. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, a real testament to his acting chops and people that say like it was too simple and like he just like he just went to it was a revenge story and I'm like yeah but like that's the great thing is that he had so little dialogue he had to do one thing like travel like through this time period and act like it was real and he was able to do it in like such a great way without with saying so little yeah so Xiao you're one of those who were kind of like Oh, yeah, because I haven't watched the movie, but I saw some, like, critics earlier that they say, uh, I don't think he did, like, stunning performing, like, he, he, uh, in the movie, but we rec- we recognize that he just did, a, like, hard work. You know what I mean? Like, they just think they, they, they he did, like, hard work, but he's not showing that he's a amazing actor. Oh my like, god, I'm going to have to respectfully <laughs> disagree so hard with you. But it's not you, it's like things you've heard. So yeah. It's just like, how I just can't imagine like it being done better than that. Like there's nothing in my mind that's like, yeah, but if he just like winced harder at the pain. <laughs> like, no, like he did it. He did the thing and I believed it. Well, he he defeated, uh, he defeated and it sounds like they went out to fight. Uh, Brian Cranston for Trumbo was nominated. Johnny Depp for oh, Black Mass. We didn't see Trumbo. No. Did it even come here? When did that come out? I think so. It just came up. I don't know. It had I a very limited run. I did want to see that. All yeah. the theaters were playing Star Wars, so yeah. that's kind of the deal. <laughs> right. uh, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Good movie, but not as good as... Good Robin. movie, but solid writing. Now. Yeah. The acting's pretty good, too, but, you know, whatever. And then Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl, mm-hmm. which I guess I assume was going to be the like the... Like the what? No, real Leo got robbed again the, uh, this year. Kind of situa- oh, situation. And the critic uh, also says that don't cry, Leo. Uh, Leo's fans, just you, your I, uh, idol is just not good enough. Oh, <laughs> that's mean. No. Come on. I think I think I think he he does a pretty good job in this one. Like uh, like Bailey said, like it's. It doesn't come through like an amazing like scene where he like snaps and like yells at someone or like you know he does like a really you know acting thing. It's just his performance throughout is like quiet and good and like solid and mm-hmm. you know anyone else, I don't I don't think the movie is as good anymore. Before this one, what's your favorite uh, movie of, of Leo? Leo's? That's a good question. Mm. Ooh, ooh, I got. Uh, I, I don't got know. Mine. I I still really like The Departed. Yes, like that's Thank that's you. still like a pretty good and it hits it hits you pretty hard because of the what happens to his character. But yeah, Wolf of Wall Street was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really? Yeah. I'll Child. say, okay, my favorite Leo movie is The Departed, but I feel like, I don't know, Wolf of Wall Street, I feel like that should have been, because I feel like we had seen him play like that, that tortured, like always gets fucked over character so many times. And then when he played, um, I can't remember the character, in Wolf of Wall Street, like he was completely the opposite of that. Like he was the like just completely unmoral like character that was just an asshole and I was like okay he deserves to win because he can clearly do both sides 
So yeah, favorite movie, The Departed, but like favorite Leo performance, Wolf of Wall Street. Like it's just too like out that there not scene. to love. Like I'm gonna go old school and say one of my faves has got to be um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, that's a good one. If you guys saw that one, he yeah. did really, really amazing in that. He was very young, but mm-hmm. in terms of like more recent stuff, I liked. Um, Dude, what was that one that wasn't Inception, but was <laughs> but had like a similar twist? Movie. The Sh- island one. Shutter, Shutter. Oh, oh, Shutter, Shutter Island. Shutter Island, I liked I was a lot. About to say that See, too. I had a big disagreement with my family on that one because I mean, like, I'm, I come from an Italian family, so I've seen every Martin Scorsese movie ever because <laughs> course, that's, that's just how you that's do just it. what we that's do, what you have right? To do. Eat pasta, Martin Scorsese. Exactly. That's just like <laughs> typical Saturday night. Um, but no, like. So, yeah, I went to go see it with my mom and my brother, and they, like, I think it was the first Scorsese movie that, like, deviated from the typical, you know, machismo gang movie, and they were really disappointed with it, but I thought it was great. Like, I loved the twist, and, like, I don't care. Some people were like, it was predictable. I was like, no, no, it was great. I thought it was really well done. I like the movie. Yeah, Shutter Island. Yeah. I like it. I, like, fucked with my head so I was like this this is good yeah shout out to America's sweetheart Mark Ruffalo who plays a really good job in that one right I was just gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent about how much I love him but I decided to save that yeah there's always time there's always time to talk about how much we love Mark Ruffalo my heart beats for Mark Ruffalo exclusively (laughs) really (laughs) just Mark Ruffalo him and Jason Segel there was like an article on Funny or Die about how like like, we're not doing enough to protect uh, America's treasure, Mark Ruffalo. And, like, there's just too many ways where he can get hurt. And we need to protect them. Doesn't he have a Tumblr? I think so. I, I find don't that know. very he's, great. He's really, he's really great. Like, yeah. he's a really good guy. Um, yeah, like my personal friend that I know from all Your bestie, life. Mark yes. Ruffalo. Such a good Go butt. way back. Bessie. Ruffles, uh, we call it. Bessie, you know yeah. what? I was telling Tanya, that's actually <laughs> my best friend. Um, her boyfriend is from England, and over there, instead of saying like bestie or like best friends, they say Bezzy. <laughs> and so that's what my best friend Catherine and I call each other is Bezzy. So when I saw that movie title of Bessie, I was uh, like, oh, like, oh, sweet little movie about oh, best no. friends. <laughs> yeah, but not exactly. It's not quite it. Uh, yeah. Well, the last award uh, went for the outs- oh, and, and sorry, uh, right, show. Outstanding performance, female actor, Brie Larson for Room. Because there's no real, there's really no question yeah, about it. Yeah, and no one else was surprised. I can't <laughs> even talk enough about how much I, I really love that movie. I really want to watch this movie, but yeah, just, it was amazing. Yeah, Bailey says it's not. I cried. It's not released oh. in Vancouver anymore, right? No, no you're gonna have to short. do the online stuff. Online stuff, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a, just mm-hmm. amazing. She, she's tremendous in it, and this is kind of like her big break now that it's been a couple of years where she's been in really good stuff, and she's oh, kind of yeah. like really solid. She was in uh, uh, that movie with Miles Teller where he's the teenager that... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, she was in that. Yeah, oh, she's crap. a girlfriend. What is that called? That oh, was a good The Spectacular movie. Now. There you go, yeah. Spectacular Now. That, that was, was pretty good. That was quite good, yeah. And she's like a, you know, like a quiet, good performance in that one. Oh, God, Short Term 12. Short Term 12 geez, is amazing. Just like a perf... Oh, it, that movie. It's... It's perfect. That was like that. That was like that last year. So uh, you want to root for that movie because nobody else is doing it. So you're, yeah, I you're, got no attention. Like not no, near. I know what that movie is. It's, and it's this movie where like she she's just uh, she works at this house that like uh, helps kids in in, ish, in problem problems and kind of like she's in charge and she has to help kids out and it's like a very interesting look at her and like her situation with all that stuff happening. It's, it's just, it's really and how good. she relates to these kids and yeah. kind of her own personal kind of trauma that she's gone through as a child and, and how that affects kind of 
her current relationship and where she's at in her life. And it's just like, just again, like a really beautiful kind of understated performance. And like, I've been a fan of her since United States of Terror, if anyone ever watched that TV show. Like that show. Nobody ever has seen that show. (laughs) I loved that show and it got canceled. It was was so good. Come on, come on. It was so amazing. I have like an invested interest in like topics of mental illness anyways. And to like see a show with like, that just explores like multiple personalities and does it in like such a like artistic and beautiful way. I loved that show. And has Toni Collette, who I love. God, she's, yeah. I'm going to go back and like rewatch all of that now that you brought it's that up really to me. great and like oh my god and that's another thing like I feel like she's one of those actors too that has like a tremendous range because she can do those really comedic performances but also a performance like the one she did in short term 12 or room like she she definitely has that range and so I'm really looking forward to what else she does after this and obviously this is her year like she nobody nobody's questioning who's going to win that Oscar like which by the way now you say that it was her year Everyone else is forgetting about she was in Trainwreck. She was the sister. Oh my god, yeah. And she, was she was so good in it the That's same way. That's what I mean. The like same she, way you just said, like, you know, she could be funny in one scene and yeah. then the next one stuff happens and then she's like super intense and she's she's just really good. It's it's uh it's like the year to watch out for her and incoming we got some in indie stuff from her, but she's the main like, you know, big budget movie that she's gonna make now is uh, Kong Skull Island, which is uh, you know, the continuation of uh, King Kong story. Oh. I think uh, Samuel and Jackson is in that one. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, and then the last award went for Spotlight. Kind of like best movie, best wow. performance by a group, whatever. And Spotlight was yeah. like really good, but it's not like, like, is this award like the equivalent of best picture? Yeah. yeah. Like, no. But it, I agree. But it, you have to put it through the eyes of like, you know, this is the best acting group ensemble. Which I mean, I they're all with. really seasoned super talented actors and I think that's why it went to them like it was a really strong cast but and I mean this is the Screen Actors Guild so it is about the actor and the performances but I agree with Bailey like it was it was a good film was it like a blow me out of the water film no but like that group of people like I I see what you're saying that it's like it's like best male actor best female actor Best group. It's not really best picture then, right? It's like best group. Yeah, it's like their equivalent of best picture. But that's and if we're gonna exactly. put it that way, if we're gonna say like best group of actors working together, then I can give it to them. I don't think it was the best movie, but no, it was really good, and they did a really good job like together. So okay. Fine. Also, I'm still really bitter because this is one of the only awards that they were actually nominated this season in. Like Straight Outta Compton deserved so much more <laughs> attention. So. Yeah, notoriously, Australia comes and got kind of like the yeah. short end. So this the, was like, I mean, Oscars. I knew they weren't going to win, but I was rooting for them because it was one of the only things they were nominated for this season. And yeah, so when Spotlight won, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But, but straight Spotlight, out of Compton. <laughs> Spotlight beat it, uh, Big Short, Beast of Donation, Straight Out of Compton, and Trumbo for the I best. did not see any of those, so I support the decision. <laughs> but, but Spotlight, I feel it's uh, for a long time I haven't seen uh, like a story is like so like tell such a good story and so completed and uh, so fluent and um, you never feel like doubt even though you know it's it's not a like fast movement like movie but you never feel doubt you just want more know more and more so as a like simple story I feel they did a great job I also feel like it's really important to portray the media in a positive light sometimes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're I the media. We are the yes. media, <laughs> whether people like it or not. And um, 
I just feel like there's so many, it gets such a bad rap in a lot of ways and people kind of forget that like, yeah, sometimes we're like knocking on your door and like being annoying and, but like a lot of the time it can be for like a really good reason. And this is kind of an example of like a really great reason and a reason to like keep media around. Yeah. Especially for that, for the movie to have been made now. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was, that was a really good movie. Really liked it. And I support the group, the group, uh, the award. <laughs> I like them too, cause I like, cause I love Rachel a lot. Yeah, Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yeah, you know, shout out to Rachel. Rachel. She's Canadian, you know. My you girl, my her. girl Rachel. <laughs> the Notebook was on over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> Is that what no, for the 18th time. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> just don't, just don't watch True Detective season, season two though. But the first movie, she tried, okay. But the first movie I saw Rachel in is Mean Girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. No, that's that's a pretty. Mean Girls is awesome. Not surprised. She's there. that's a really good performance by her. Like she really embodies that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: she was supposed to be um, uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan's character, and Lindsay Lohan was supposed to be. Rachel McAdams' character. Oh my god! Oh, I can't dude. even picture that. Now. Another fun fact swap. If anyone else in this room has watched The OC, okay. <laughs> um, Adam Brody originally auditioned for the part of Ryan. Oh god, no way! Right? Like no. imagine him in like a wife beater and <laughs> no. like the my skinny like, little. Oh my like, god! No. Yeah. Right. Oh so gosh! Just let that. Could sink you? In. Could you imagine Seth Cohen? Saying whoever you want me to be, <laughs> like I, I could not. I like I like. <laughs> Child, let me take you to a place called California, <laughs> where it's you a show. What? It's a show about rich white people who love surfing and okay. going on boats. Gonna I'm gonna stop surf? you. No, no. You're gonna be surprised. Sandy surf. Have you seen it? Okay. Actually, it's the first American series I've ever watched. Oh, it was great. That's amazing. The Orange County, right? Yeah. What's the sense for? Yeah. It was. It was. It was really like popular when oh, I was yeah. Yeah. in middle school. Yeah. And then that's probably the first movement when like some Chinese teens start to f- like um, be interested in like foreign TV series. Yeah, oh. because oh. probably just because they're good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I fair. mean, yeah, yeah, also, of course. You know. Like take everything that Brian says about it with a grain of salt because he is only three episodes in. You, can, you, know, you can't form like, a cohesive like an, judgment yet, yeah, Brian. An interesting teenage drama, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. So we're going to jump into some quick news that, you know, we think you're kind of interested or whatnot. And then we'll dive into the meat, which is kind of like our big discussion today, oh. which like teased on was the Oscars talk. We're going to give some predictions. Ooh. Wow. So, predictions. so first of all, a uh, real quick one. Uh, Ryan Coogler might not direct Creed 2. I like this news and I hate this news because it <laughs> confirms that Creed 2 is real and will exist, hopefully. Well, did you did you not see that coming from the ending, though? Well, yeah, you I know, know, like I begged for And also, sequel. there was like 1,800 Rockies, so... No, no, no. <laughs> like, the thing is, I came out of that movie being like, I really love this movie and I really hope there's a new, a new one, but I'm kind of afraid it won't make that much money because it came out at a weird time, like end of November kind of deal. So, you know, I was like afraid that did it not do that well? It did all right. It did good. It was really good. Yeah. Like uh, money-wise, I think it did like enough to to justify it and to be like a success. So I think it. it yeah, I mean, if good. if it didn't make enough, it wouldn't have facilitated a sequel. So I mean, yeah, literally the moment that movie ended, I was like, oh, okay, so there'll be a sequel. Yeah, like just the yeah. way it ended, I was like, okay, so heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now, 
Kugler was talking. The, they were asking him, like, you know, like, what are the plans for Creed 2 and whatnot? Is it, how is his schedule going to work out? Because recently he was confirmed to set to direct Black Panther for Marvel, mm. which is coming out in uh, February of 2018. So his quote is that um, we want to make sure we have something to say culturally and poignant for these characters. That's the reason to go back. If I had to move on while we're working on which Black Panther and I can't be involved, I can't be mad at that. So, you know, it's sad, but I guess, I mean, I, it's, it's kind of like I just want him to do everything now. I just want him to be in everything, direct everything. <laughs> and uh, There's only so much of the Coog to go around. <laughs> the Coog. <laughs> Coog's got to go around. I had around. to. I don't know. It's, it just seems no, like. I, th- I think a lot, of, a lot of people have taken to being that his, like his nickname or whatnot. Okay, so I just wasn't original at all. Is, is what you're telling me, Brian? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like you know, at That's this point, okay. if you th- if if any one of us can think of anything, it's been done before. Let's jump into another piece of news that I think is kind of like it might it might get weird. Okay, um, so I was reading this earlier. I'm gonna just say, and I don't even know that any of this happened or what yeah, is this. So let me bring you. Well, let me bring let me, me up to speed. Let me break it down for you. Uh, huh. Joseph Fiennes from, uh, what was the thing, Shakespeare in Love? That's his movie, the movie that he made or something? I don't know. Uh, British actor, he's been cast to play Michael Jackson in this uh, BBC, I think it's BBC, British TV, like a movie thing, but like a very low budget, like comedy kind of deal that centers comedy. around this this uh, urban legend that after 9-11, Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, and Michael Jackson rented a car and were escaping New York because, you know, what after 9-11, you never know. Uh, it's it's like a weird story, and like the script has like things about like them stopping at gas stations for a mile around to find a burger or something like that. I don't know. It's like a weird, weird movie. Well, I mean, he was friends with Elizabeth Taylor, right? I don't know. Okay, he was. I don't know. Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> so that came out, and like you know, the first thing that everyone thinks is like, what is Joseph Fiennes doing playing Michael Jackson? That's kind of weird. Like, cause he's white. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he's come out to kind of like, you know, defend the decision and kind of say like, oh, I was surprised at first too, but then I read the script and it's awesome. And basically what he's saying is that it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek version of, of this thing. And it's just a very lighthearted story. It's kind of like very goofy comedy, whatever. So there's nothing to worry about audiences. It seems when there's a race issue at play, it can't really be like goofy, yeah, lighthearted, like, funny. There's lighthearted and then there's completely miscasting in a really insensitive way. I would also like to ask that during this time period of 9-11, like, this is a really insensitive question and it's really weird to ask, but like, what was his skin like at the time? Like, I have to ask that because there was like a metamorphosis in a way of like his pigment. So I'm not super clear on the time on the Michael Jackson timeline, but I'm not sure of what it's not just like was, in your back pocket. So yeah, no. So I don't know if like they're like they're pro- he said uh, Fine said that they're probably just they're gonna put makeup on him and whatnot. So what kind of makeup? Because now we're getting weird. Now it's getting into know. like we're not gonna do like I hope it's not gonna be like blackface happening. I hope not. I mean, because um, the see, only okay, you go. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say the only way that I could like be okay with this is if it's like okay, well, if it was during a period of time where his skin was like much lighter then like I can also kind of understand why they wouldn't want to cast an African American because it's not like true to his likeness. 
it's just weird. See, and then I, but I like the quote here from from Trevor Noah from the Daily Show, who's like because it, that has been brought up the fact that he had, um, I, I want to say it's called vertilago. It's so, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it affects the pigment of your skin. So there was a period of time where he was quite a bit lighter. But Noah's saying here, you know, just because your outside appearance changes doesn't mean your DNA does, which makes sense to me. And I get what he's saying, you know? So, and I mean, if they were going to put makeup on the actor anyways, why why wouldn't they have casted someone who was African-American to play an African-American? Yeah, definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And kind of like, yeah, it comes back to the whole of like, you know, uh, we can't cast people who would actually be good for this for this role or, you know, representation or whatnot. And uh, one of the other quotes that I pulled was uh, from Wendy Williams <laughs> on her <laughs> TV show. I don't like Wendy Williams. I'm just going to go out there She She has it. some very <laughs> sometimes, yeah, I don't agree with her most of the time. I watched her say something like really offensive about breastfeeding once and now I'm just like, She says no. very um, anti-feminist things very often. Oh, well, that's <laughs> Yeah, a very slut shamey type things. Um, about, this, about this case, she said... Um, with the role so few and far in between for a lot of black actors, I feel like even if they couldn't get a name, they couldn't they could have got some someone that we don't know, like go for a non name, someone who's like not out there or whatnot, and yeah, just kind of like put that put that first, like yeah, we, we want to make sure that whoever we cast is like a good decision for this and not just like you know. And that's the argument with minorities in in general, minority roles. You know, whether it's somebody who's a, a person of color or somebody who's uh, queer, transgender, like these roles already exist in 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 so few numbers that to take those roles and give them to someone who doesn't fit the description is is really offensive. Yeah, it hurts a little bit to see that happening, and. Uh I think even, <laughs> you know, not that like that's another great persona to quote, but uh, what's his face, the rapper Chris Brown also said on Twitter he was saying like you know oh that's stupid and whatnot and what are you doing, and just it's just unfortunate. It's kind of like a shame, but uh, yeah, that movie I don't uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but again it's kind of like a made for TV British special. My thing. question though too is is have they announced who is going to be playing Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando? Because I wonder if it's I mean, obviously, it's it's a, it's a different uh, situation because they're not minorities. But I'm wondering if the casting for those characters are as kind of far removed from the actual person as the casting for Michael Jackson. In which case, it wouldn't make it wouldn't like make it okay. But it would still kind of be like I see what they're doing. But if, yeah, you know? so uh, Elizabeth Taylor is being played by oh, uh, Stalker Channing. Who was... Oh, Rizzo. Oh, what? really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. She kind of... That ma- that makes sense. Yeah, she does have that attitude, I feel like, oh. and that p- that pizzazz. Oh, cool. And yeah. Marlon Brando is uh, Brian Cox, who uh, was on Troy, Born Supremacy, and Born Identity, and Braveheart, and whatnot. Oh, I have no idea. Just character actor. Um, so I mean, no, they didn't really seem to have gone that wacky with those ones. So, no, in which case, that kind of makes it worse. Yeah, but yeah, the the script, according to Fines Against, is supposed to be like a, you know, off the wall and pretty insane. And the story itself, yeah, like is, if Elizabeth Taylor was like a man, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they went that, you know, like wacky even with the other casting, then I could be like, okay, they're just like, they're really just throwing things around. That was kind of the point. You know, but no, if they kind of went... <laughs> standard with the other casting like i don't understand why they thought it was okay to cast a white man for michael jackson yeah really tough uh the next piece of news it's kind of like a short one as well uh sundance's happened i think last last week or last weekend and added uh colin trevorrow who's set to direct uh star wars episode nine he said that he wants to shoot it in film uh, compared to digital because it's a in his mind Star Wars is a time period movie yeah. and that kind of like brings some emotions and whatnot he went on about like you know a film film kid and whatnot because uh, this was like at a panel with Christopher Nolan and some cinematographer and whatnot so it's kind of like you know artistic choices when it comes to filming and and whatnot and he also the most interesting bit he asked Disney higher-ups if he could like shoot some elements of it in space like in actual space what uh- <laughs> Like, if you could shoot some, like, space backgrounds or whatnot. Is he seven? <laughs> Is he seven I years old? I want to go to space. I mean, That's he such did, a weird thing to ask. He did pitch the Jurassic World movie. He directed that, so... That's Jurassic like, World did very well. Did very well, but it's kind of like a seven-year-old just being like, so there's a dinosaur? And, like, there's a bear one now. And, like, that one eats all of them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... It's funny that he mentioned all of this stuff about... He went on and on about how, like, film is so much better than digital, and digital doesn't give you that much emotion, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Star Wars Rogue One uh, is, is, being, is being shot at digital. That's the Star Wars movie that's coming out this year. And that's kind of like a... This uh, at that. And, but episodes, episode 8, I think, is also being shot in film. That's the Ryan Johnson one. I think it's cool... Because, like, they're all being done by different directors, right? Like, they're not, it's not going to be, like, a consistent, well, it would be a consistent trilogy in the sense of, like, the story. But in terms of, like, directing, it's not. It's like, here's, here you guys, you each get your own crack at it. And so it's like, why not have, like, one in film and, like, one in digital or whatever? uh, the digital one is the one that's not part of the trilogy. That's the one that's coming out this year. What about the one that just came out? That one is was shot in film. That was film as well. Yeah. Oh, see, that looked beautiful. So yeah. I am behind this decision. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that's cool. And I agree that, like, when you look at Star Wars, like, I am a person who didn't grow up watching Star Wars. I watched them in, like, my adult years for the first time. And, like, I'm seeing this and I'm appreciating it in a different way because I didn't grow up with it. But I can watch it and I can see, like, okay, this is, like, a specific period of time and this movie means a lot to a lot of people and it like isn't necessarily like the greatest acting I've ever seen but like but it means something because of like the way it looks and the way it feels to people so I think that like to keep that consistency with making it in film of like the feeling that you get from seeing it in film I think that that's really important in like a next generation the of nostalgic Star Wars feel yeah yeah and I feel like when something's not rooted in reality you can pretty much experiment with with how you film it, like it's you know. So you want those shots from space? Then? Yes, all the experimental like <laughs> Mars NASA shots. send a shuttle to Venus because yes. we're gonna shoot from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and recently actually, uh, speaking of episode eight, which is coming out uh, next year, John Boyega was asked by Bogue that uh, how's the movie going or the script or whatnot, and he said that it quote it's great, much darker, but we're very excited. 
which makes me not so excited. But I thought you were just going to be like, it's great. And I was like, wow, great, thanks. Great quote. Um, no, I think I think Daisy Ridley was the one that just said, it's great, and then just left it there. Why Dude. does that not make you excited? Are you not? Because it's, it's like, I'm afraid of the, the much darker oh, thing. See, I like the dark. Yeah. Like, I loved the Star Wars that just came out. Like, I loved it. But I just, I love a dark story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, I don't want it to just be, like, dark and gritty for the sake of it. Like, if it's, mm-hmm. like, if, like, if, like if you know they cut Finn's hand or something like that just because like oh yeah it's cool and edgy you know he's a robot hand it's like no. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna do that again well I mean I that's, they're gonna keep that trend I would hope not that's a, a Star Wars key mark you have to break someone's arm you have to uh, cut someone's arm yeah um, but they already that's already well but like that happens in the other ones as well you know it's kind of like it's kind of their thing anyways I don't know. I'm excited that they're all coming back. I'm hopeful for Ryan Johnson who directed an amazing movie by the name of Looper. I never saw it, but I wanted to. Who was in that? That sounds Joseph Gordon Levitt and Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Hmm. Okay, maybe not. It's like a time travel maybe thing. Not. No, I probably saw the trailer and was like, I should see that, and then just never. It's happened. real good, and uh, it's like really creative and nothing that you can expect. Huh. Like you can watch the trailer and be like, oh, I can't. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, Oh, what's the movie in this name? Looper. Looper, okay. It's real good. I'm usually, like, just done the minute I hear Bruce Willis, but I will give, <laughs> oh, no. I will give it I will oh, give no. it a go. Oh, no. Brian's going to kill you when this is over. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Have you not watched the best Christmas movie ever, Die Hard? The, it's a Christmas movie? Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? I, the best Christmas movie ever is The Santa Claus. No, it's Tim Die Hard. Every Christmas movie, though, I feel like he's done a few. He was in the Cranks, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's that movie. I grew up with the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. (laughs) Did you watch? Did you watch the one that that Tanya is referencing? The the. the No, but like I know what it is. Yeah, my mom loves that movie. (laughs) Your mom, like that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's more for you that you're gonna say. No, it's just I always like whenever now I'm I associate Brian's mom and movies with like after we saw Star Wars and that she didn't like Finn because he was too sweaty. So like I can't get that out of my mind that now that I feel like such a great her judgment about movies is like a little just bit so skewed sweaty to me all the time, <laughs> and it just ruined the whole character for her. Very mom comment, but oh. she, super mom. She, later on, we had more of a conversation. She just I don't know. She just didn't believe it that as much. She couldn't that didn't like that. Finn seems he so, couldn't have wiped his face once. <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem so like trustworthy or whatnot, and like he in her eyes he like immediately falls in love with Ray. I'm like, but they don't. But that's uh, okay, whatever. I did not notice that. Well, that's, that's just more of a friendship love. Yeah, in my I didn't eyes. get the. But they, I, a lot of people are saying that. I don't want it to turn into a romance. I'm just going to throw that out there. I want her to be like an independent star of this goddamn movie and not related mm-hmm. to like her relationship with a guy. I just yeah. want it. I just need it. I think a lot of people are saying that as well because she's such a badass character that we haven't. And not with a sweaty guy. <laughs> if she follows the path of the Jedi, then she can't. Even if she wants to, she can't date anyone. So awesome. That should be the thing. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> next topic, I think. The next topic has made me very I think excited. Thank you guys. Ciao. So you watch the OC. That's California. Yeah. Let me take you to the other side of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> called. Uh, Don't be cheesy. Called. Uh, Stars ne- Hollow. New England. Uh, is it in Boston or like Massachusetts or something? Uh, like Connecticut. That? Connecticut. Connecticut. There you go. Mm. Connecticut, where a small town of, of we people who enjoy their lives. We and, uh, people. He makes it sound like they're And, and who are in love with this girl who is from their town and cannot 
talk five minutes without referencing her. You're in some describing sort of way. this really weird. <laughs> so we got confirmation from uh, Netflix officials that uh, there's going to be a revival for Gilmore Girls, a mm. acclaimed show from the early 2000s kind of deal, which follows the story of Lorelai and Rory Gilmore, like a mother and her daughter. And it's like a really sweet I know this show. You you seen it? it? It's, it's Everyone pretty, knows this yeah, show. Yeah, it's pretty famous, but I haven't watched it. It's okay. really good. It's, it's really so good. good. And I'm so excited Me too. that they're coming back because I just oh like it just wasn't enough. All those seasons, so. it was never enough. Man. Oh, it's, it stopped for a while. It's no, it, it, okay. it ran for like seven seasons and then it ended. Yeah, oh, and the I final see. season actually kind of notoriously the creator and writer got fired oh so she drama. didn't actually get to finish off the show the, the way, way she, she had intended some mm. I, I don't know who came on and finished it but i guess so it's always kind of been known that it wasn't finished in the way That's that not it the was real intended. ending yeah. like it kind of i think it pissed a lot of like hardcore fans oh, yeah. off like cuz just some stuff that happened in that season like Lorelai and Christopher oh god oh my god like Kill what me. i hated it yeah. i hated it so anyway that's not what this is about this is about that there's <laughs> going to be closure for me that i'm not going to have to feel this rage inside my heart anymore yeah mm-hmm. you can you can you will rest easy now um we heard rumors from this uh, what was it like around last year that there was like a oh talk that might happen whatnot. it was like every other like Facebook article the same ones that yeah. are like there's gonna be a friends reunion and I'm like can you not so now we got actual confirmation and but uh, I thought it had been confirmed uh, no already. That's, the, that's the thing no Those it were was reports. really just like yeah, yeah, yeah. so now word of mouth now um, who actually confirmed it was uh, Lauren Graham who she tweeted out like a picture with a jacket. Oh, yeah, that that's right. Because I think she, like, slyly, like, I think someone tweeted her a couple months back and was like, so is this happening? And she was like, dudes, I, I can't confirm it, but I also can't say no. And everyone was like, yeah, it's happening, it's happening. right? So I think that's why I thought it There was a lot of been. maybes. Yeah. Which pretty much means yes, as anyone knows who's ever, like, begged <laughs> their mom for candy at the grocery right? store. Right, you're like, it's happening. <laughs> like, maybe I will later, like, down. yeah, I'll do yeah. it. And it makes sense. It's a, it's a good catch for Netflix, and uh, I don't imagine it being too expensive for them. And they'll they'll bring plenty fans who are like, you know, I need that that ending. Um, there are some reports that are saying that the the format of a show is going to be four episodes that are ninety minutes each, which is like four movies, right? It's four like mini four movies. movies. I know. So there you go. Oh, That's, it's going to be sad though because the grandpa's dead. Oh in gosh, real life. Yeah, and they have to write that in. Rest in peace. So, oh, also, I don't know if this is in your little paragraph that you wrote here, which I don't think it is. There has have also been reports that I think came from Amy Sherman Palladino mm. herself, who was the like creator the writer of the creator, show. Yeah. Right. Um, who said that like someone, like one of the main female roles, which is Lorelai, Rory, or um, like the grandma. And Suki. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Melissa like, McCarthy for the no. win. Um, that like someone's, g- and I think Lane might be included in this. Lane has confirmed that she's coming back. Yeah, but there yeah. was like a report that one of these like main female characters has a new love interest. Mm. And so it's like, oh my God, oh who? God. Like it better not be Lorelai because her and Luke have to end up together also, forever. Also, I have not bets, but like preferences as to who Rory ends up with. And Yeah, but what if it's just I'm someone very, new that you haven't even I thought just, of yet? But I don't want that because I love Jess. Me too. And I feel like Jess in... Like the revival will have become 
like he was already become he kind of confirmed he did yes oh my god he was like there's been emails I'm totally cool to do it but nothing's been like set in stone the actor for it um, I don't know um, he was in Heroes uh, Milo Ventimiglia yes yeah who also plays Rocky's son in, Ro- in Rocky Balboa. Yeah, which yes. you told me. And I was who, like, who goes to Vancouver? <laughs> who goes to Vancouver? Yeah. This place called <laughs> I loved that. This, this little place called uh, Vancouver. Like, nobody knows. And like Adonis is looking like, uh, okay, what? Well, okay, fine. Sure, rock. <laughs> like he might as well have said Narnia. Yeah, right, pretty so much. God. Hilarious. Okay, but if Roy ends up with Jess, I will just like... Yeah, That's and if it's dream. not Jess, then I will accept a new love interest. Just do not bring me any Dean or fucking Logan. Ew. No, God, no. Like, gross. No. So, oh. Shao, you got a lot of catching up to do. So, oh yeah, God. you got some yeah, time. I yeah, I think it's supposed to come out sometime this year, but it's, next year it's shooting this year and probably shooting this out year. Next okay, year. cool. Um, I don't think it was announced in the Netflix uh, slate of no, because they haven't shot it yet. So, yeah. yeah, I saw pictures of them building sets like the gazebo, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening, oh Luke Steiner. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna fangirl out over here. About oh gosh, I thought I was the, gonna be the only one on this on this podcast. I thought we were gonna have to bring was... James in here. <laughs> James Shout out to super... James Smith, oh, James Smith. avid Watches fan Gilmore of Gilmore oh, Girls, DLC, and uh, he, many reality his shows. His favorite show is also but Shit's Creek. But he was Creek. like young when this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna say he was like he was a young man when Gilmore Girls. James Smith is still in his prime. <laughs> prime time, James Smith, all the time. <laughs> Keeps it tight. Moving oh, on. He's probably seen more than all of us combined. <laughs> probably. I don't I've, know. I've had chats with him. Including Shit's Creek. He Shits loves Shit's Creek. Shits Creek. <laughs> and I feel we need <laughs> to broadcast this show? to the world. Doesn't it just look so bad? But he insists so, that first, it's so first, great. Let's, let's break it down. Shit's Creek is this uh, CBC show. What? Oh. <laughs> Had, we just had a spectator. <laughs> or Jason, sorry. Uh, sh- uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, you can cut this out. Shit's Creek is this uh, Canadian show from the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, that has uh, the guy from, um, the dad from, uh, what's that teenager movie? American Pie. There you go. Uh, Eugene Levy. He's great. So he's I feel it, like that it's way. Like, it's like center about this family that's like really rich, but then they lose their money or something like that, and they have to like... Isn't his son in the show his son in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like wrote it or something like that. Yeah, it used to be like an MTV. Remember when MTV was a thing? MTV Canada. I mean, like it's still, it still is, but like, like the, but they actually had like, like like hosts. Yeah, like he was a host DJs. on there. Yeah, and I remember always Poor seeing his last decision. name and being like, I wonder if he's related to Eugene Levy. Do you remember when uh, Much was. Music, which is like based in like Toronto, they used to have like the annual like VJ search. Oh God! And like, the live and, like, on Much where they would bring bands and like Jesus, do the man, the whole open really window thing. That's my childhood. Yeah. What's a bad name? VJ Video Journalist is what it I know, but for. it's you know is it everyone knows the joke. Don't be. Immature. No. What like, is it? What? Like it's just like well, uh, in in Spanish the, the distinction between V and V, like the two Bs, is like kind of harder to make. So sometimes you don't just you don't make it. So in here in English, you know, you can hear a little bit more of V for V and B for like the other B. Oh, okay. So it just sounds like BJ in my head. Oh, uh-huh. uh, so how was how does everyone know that you were like it's a joke? Everybody knows it. <laughs> like I had never heard that in my life. What like BJ? That you would associate that. Oh, I don't know. Like, it just, like, sounds funny to me. Like, the VJ search or, like, whatever. Okay. In my head, it just immediately The, the much that. music BJ search. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a raunchy Do you want to know how you win? <laughs> you don't. Nobody wins. No one in this room is a winner. Audience wins. But the ones that are watching it on their computers, not with their parents. 
Anyways, um, so last week we were going to take a quick look at the new releases coming out this Friday. And this is for Vancouver, so sorry, international audiences. But, yeah. you know, you can email us letting us know what's coming out on your side of the world. Uh, first, we got Hail Caesar. That's kind of the biggest one, in my opinion. The Coen Brothers new movie. I want to see it. Good cast. Josh I didn't Brolin. even know this was happening until recently. And it seems like such a different Coen Brothers movie <laughs> to be made. It looks like, did you watch The Grand Budapest? Uh, hotel? Uh, no. Oh, no, but I do agree. Like, it does seem like in the vein from what I've It's kind of like the biggest thing that the, the this artistic director that you really like, it's mm-hmm. like making. Like, you know, Budapest was like the perfect, like... Wes Anderson, You know, right? this is like the biggest Wes Anderson movie, what, the most Wes Anderson movie of all time. It might not be the best one, but, you know, it's like the, the most like Wes Anderson. too quirky for me. So... No, okay. that's that's shit. another that's that's another episode. I can't get into that right now. <laughs> Just on Wes Anderson, but uh, and how I don't see it. But Hail Caesar seems to be like the the biggest like Coen brother production of yeah. all time for now, because probably later that you know we'll see. But uh, yeah, it looks really good. Um, they wrote it, starring George Brolin, George Clooney, uh, uh, Ralph Fiennes, Scarlett Johansson, T- Scarlett Johansson, Jonah Hill, Channing T- Tatum, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Alison Pill. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Anyways, really good cast. Uh, also, The Choice, which is that... Is this a Nicholas Sparks movie? Oh, God, I'm I off. think so. It's the one that with that uh, Australian actress that I like, but... Uh, that looks like Kristen Stewart? I think... No, no, no. I don't know. She looks like her. I don't, I don't remember her name, enjoy but I know the face. Nicholas Therese, Therese Sparks' Palmer. creations of his mind. Yeah, I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy watching them. I don't enjoy reading them. You feel them. like by now they would have diversified for a bit, but no, like he just makes his living on the most boring white bread freaking characters. And it's the same story. Like sad white people go through a hard time, end and up together. Love. And it fixes everything, but there's a miscommunication. There's some misunderstanding. I want to shoot myself every time there's a movie that could be fixed by a simple conversation. Like, Like, did you not think to discuss this? (laughs) Like, I like like how the trailer for it on the on the theaters. It's like you know before the movies, like they they put the trailer and it's like with a little commentary from the actors, and they're like. You know, it's not so easy for her, for her, for my character to choose the guy. Like, it's not so easy oh for her and whatnot. Such, and such a choice. You know. What a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and there comes the title of the film. I also hate titles that are just like what it is. Like, I remember, do you remember Man on a Ledge? Like, the whole trailer was a guy standing on the ledge, and then the, the title came up, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Like... So it is what it is. So, Shao, are you afraid that this will be the next movie that your friends will tell you to go watch with them? Wait, sorry, um, you said that wrong. Is this gonna? Are there your friends gonna kung fu panda you into uh, seeing? Yeah, there you go. Video? Sorry, sorry about that. Are your friends gonna kung fu panda you with the the choice? By the way, hashtag choose love. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, next one: uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Which yeah, I don't know. Looks okay. What do you guys think? Have you guys seen the trailer or I'm something? Really I want to see it. You want to see it? I don't know. I mean, Matt I'm a fan Spence of some it. of the actors, which usually gets me in the theater to see things. Um, and I feel like, I mean, I don't expect it to be amazing, but I, you know what? Like, I feel like it's a, it'll be a fun, you know, reading break movie. I don't buy into the zombie hype. Like, whenever there's a trend of, like, zombies or, like, vampires, like, I can't. I also don't find them scary. Oh, really? At um, all. Yeah, they don't freak me out. Zombies? I, oh, you mean, okay. Yeah. I agree with you. The yeah. best zombie movie I've ever Pride. seen. Pride's not that scary. Is 
28 days later. But other than that, nobody cares about zombies. It's been done. Zombieland was cool. Like, that's like also, the only okay, yeah, and that's different because it's like a, a comedy. Right, type. they're not like yeah, trying Yeah, that was to, really good. They're not trying to make me take zombies seriously. But it's like everything that takes like an eternity to get to me, like you know how zombies, uh, like I'm not scared. Like, no, yeah. you're going to take like an hour to get to me. I'll be like down the street. It's fine. You see, that's how, that's what they try to fix in, um, what was the Brad Pitt one? Mm. Oh, World War World C? War C. Yeah. And that was bad because then all the zombies looked like ants. And they were running like, oh my god! Because they were like going yeah, after helicopters that, like, and whatnot. Hill? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks so like bad, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, regression. That's another movie coming out this week. I don't know what I it don't is. Even know I what think that is. Emma I think, Watson. I feel like. It's, oh. No. Yeah. I think Ethan Ethan Hawke's in it. Yeah, but Emma Watson as well. Oh yeah. You're like oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm like, she excuse is. me. <laughs> so do you know what it is? I actually don't. Um, I, I did watch the trailer. I want to say, um, I don't know. Something happened to her when she was little. I already heard and some that's bad about, comments about this movie. What is it? Kind of forget, but it's like the story is really not. What is this about? So the, the description on IMDb is very to the point. Father is accused of a crime he has no memory of committing. Oh. That's yeah, it. so I think her character accuses... Um, I guess her father of something, and then it's kind of, is she telling the truth? Oh, dude, that sounds so good. We should go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that sounds cool. I don't know. We'll see. Um, then we got Einstein in Guanajuato, which must sound like an international movie, and Tumble Down, which I also don't know what it is. So now we're going to get into kind of like our big actual chat, which is the, we're going to do some Oscar what conversation. What is this been so far? Now we just... <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Little chat. Right, I'm like, we've been talking for a while. I know. Well, I have to go probably soon. Shout. Do you have to leave? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to wait for it for next week, or do you want to like? No, you guys can do it without me. I think. Do you want to say who you want want to win the 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 best best movie, and then you can go? Quick, shout. Make a call. Uh, it's not fair because I haven't seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, which one's your favorite? I just watched like. Matt Max and the Spotlight, and I like both of them. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe best movie for Spotlight and best director for Matt Max. <laughs> no, there but you go. to be That's honest, fair. I just feel like the director did a really good job, just because the Matt Max, like um, the way he shot, and I just, I just, I was amazed by the. Well, picture. everything's like practical effects too, right? Yeah, yeah. I was amazed by the, like, the the whole picture or the whole like um, te- I can't say technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, the, can. Uh, you can, it. Yeah. you did it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Break the barriers. You can't yeah. say the word technology. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a pretty beautiful movie, and the amount of green screen that was used in it was pretty little, pretty mm-hmm. minimal. So it oh, really I also, showed. I also saw The Martian, but I don't think you. You will want anything. I don't know, oh, no. man. I mean, I mean, not anything, but not this too big one. It's I've, good, but it's not like Oscar good. Yeah, but I really me. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was a great movie, yeah. but it's just like I didn't walk out of that being like, "Wow, I am a, I'm a changed woman for seeing The Martian." <laughs> like, no, not really. It yeah. did win like uh, best at the Golden Globes, didn't it? Not yeah, best, best comedy. Like best comedy. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, that my whole God. thing. Yeah, it was funny. It was a lot of like funny, like. Um, 
elements to it. I mean, yeah, 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 he was really funny in it, and I liked that. I liked that he wasn't just this guy sitting there feeling sorry for himself yeah, the whole time. Like, exactly. I enjoyed that about mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. Is it a comedy? I don't know. <laughs> but he was definitely comedic in it at times. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, and that's pretty much like a... It takes directly from the book. Like, the book's not super, like, I'm gonna die every page. Oh, okay. But it's more, like, fun and lighthearted and whatnot. Um... I I though I haven't seen Room, just I have a I have this feeling that it's a great one. Shao looks into my eyes when I talk <laughs> about Room, and she knows that it's good because I'm just like I don't blink. I'm like you have to see it. Cause yeah, cause I just I I, I watched the trailer and a little bit brief introduction about this. I just love this kind of movie. Shao looks into your eyes, and she and she like the same way she looks into God. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> She's looking into your eyes when you talk about Room, and we like. Yes, that's the movie. That's the movie for me. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen The Big Shot? I was The Big Short? Uh, the Big Short. Not big yet. Shot. I, I want, want to, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like one that's resonating a lot with like you know young people who are upset at the system and whatnot and <laughs> directed by Adam McKay who comes from a comedy background, which is interesting. It's mm-hmm. a, Isn't it a comedy or? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. It's a little bit. It's a comedy off. like based around the seriousness of the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how crazy it is yeah. and whatnot. Because having so many stars sometimes, I don't know, you either go like very, very good, but yeah, yeah. sometimes the kiss yeah. of death. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was I was more interested in uh, in the movie in the movie like this so that's all about the economy and whatnot. Ninety nine homes came out last year, I think. It's uh, from uh, Mike uh, Michael Shannon's in it and uh, Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like about this guy who works at works for this man who has to go into houses of people who've lost their houses and kind of kick them out mm-hmm. and wow. make sure that they're not there anymore and whatnot. It looked, it looked pretty good. But yeah, Michael Shannon is also an amazing actor. Michael Shannon is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. surprised that Carol wasn't nominated by the... It wasn't uh, nominated for anything? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the acting... The best picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Was it nominated at the Globe? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, kind of... Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that Brooklyn is in here as Best Picture and not Carol. Because I liked... You liked Carol more than Brooklyn? I liked Carol more than Brooklyn because we saw them back to back. It's funny because they are... I feel like they are the same... Like, same time period, same kind of, like... They're. I mean, they're both love stories. One is, is, you know, a more traditional one and one is a queer love story. But I don't know. I liked Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is just very well made. So that's kind of like what gets it to be. Brooklyn like, is beautifully filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, so as as a film. Like I, I don't know if I would say it's. I think it's better or worse than Carol, but I think. But I think as I think a love it deserves story, a nomination. I feel like I feel like I like Carol a little bit more. But yeah, definitely the love story. I mean, more interesting. Yeah, it's more interesting. More definitely, interesting. I found Brooklyn a little bit predictable. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn. Like is it was the great. Typical but, yeah. like girl meets boy like. Yeah, you know, I found it to be a little. I was disappointed a little bit that it wasn't that big because the whole trailer set set up to be like this big decision she has to make if she's right, gonna go it, back. Like, wasn't. Or she, and it's like, oh uh, no, I know she's gonna go back, but why not? It's it's still pretty good, pretty good movie. But yeah, best picture we got: Big Short, Bridge of Spies, uh, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Martian, The Revenant, uh, Room, and Spotlight. Why don't I know what Bridge of Spies is? It's uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, it has Tom Hanks in it. it. It's like this case in the during World War II. Oh, the, okay. You see the trailer, remember? Like vaguely. Like Tom Hanks is playing this lawyer or something like that, and the Russians have a 
or during the Cold War. Sorry, sorry, during the Cold War, the Russians have an American uh, underside, and then the Americans catch a Russian, and then they kind of have to like you know respectfully exchange the soldiers. Mm. And so Tom Hanks plays the guy that's gonna be the middleman for the U.S. and it's kind of like a oh, if if we lose that could cost the World War Three, and uh, I don't know. It didn't look super interesting to me, but it's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's very well made, and Tom Hanks is in it, so kind of has Oscar written all over it. Mm. At least Oscar nomination. So are we predicting? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, sure. You want to take a gander at it? Who's gonna win Best Picture? Let me oh, know. The Revenant. Revenant. Yeah, like obviously. <laughs> I mean, like for me personally, having seen most of these. Um, Room and The Revenant were my two favorite movies. and But I think just like in terms of not just taking into account like the story and the acting, but I think you have to take into account like the visuals and like just like the whole package of the movie and like The Revenant like beats everything like with no question. I think I have to watch it. Yeah, I'd say prediction wise, I'd say it's definitely between like The Revenant and maybe Spotlight. But Ooh, shout out to Spotlight. If I'm making like my own, like who I'd love to see win, but I know won't, like I would love to see Mad Max win. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. really good. But yeah, like 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 you said, Revenant's probably gonna win because of just how huge of an undertaking that movie was, and mm-hmm. how much like you know it's 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 the whole story of like you know we shot it in uh, in uh, natural light and. We were out in the cold, and this movie almost didn't make it because Alberta didn't have that much snow that time. Oh, the dish! God damn it, Alberta! The, the dish in um, uh, Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I like think the scenery looks like. Yeah, but then at one point they had to stop, and they had to go to Argentina to get uh, more snow because in Argentina would have wow. more snow. Yeah, in the, <laughs> the south South Pole. Because it goes all the way down. Ignore me. Little geography lesson for Daniel. Ignore me. Close to the. I just think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the far far down parts of it. Um, I wouldn't be too surprised if Martian, the Martian won, though. Really? Yeah, because best picture? Are you kidding? Because because like it has it has all the things like it has a huge cast. First of all, it has a huge cast of like very respected actors. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it does. No, I know, but like I'm just saying no to. She just even doesn't think he, there's a chance. There's no way. And Ridley Scott is that kind of director that brings that name, where like, you know, he he wasn't nominated for best director, so that's kind of like the, uh, you know what? That was a pretty fun movie that we just all kind of really enjoyed, and it's it didn't, you know, let's just give it to it. The I, Oscar I can see it happening. I think that would be a huge upset. Huge snub. I don't feel like best picture at the Oscars is for like feel good movie time. It's for like this movie was like really like like it broke boundaries or it like made you feel things or it like was innovative. It's not about well, like that movie was decent. Let's I used to think I used to think that it was very like there was a very set type of movie that would win best picture and that was kind of the very serious grim like you know look at society but i mean birdman birdman won <laughs> yeah the birdman was great birdman and was it amazing. Was, yeah, and it was great yeah but it was not your typical i i wouldn't have thought that it would be oh, your typical like yeah, no, no, no. oscar wank movie that it, like it wasn't you know i'm crying like this no but know. like the the way that it was shot was like super dynamic oh and, yeah like yeah. the story behind the story of it was like really deep and dark in that way just kind of like your own like 
expectations of yourself and like the inner struggle of like like self versus self. But like, yeah, but it was like a dramedy, right? Right, but like the Martian is just like it doesn't have any of that to me. It's just like yeah, it was good. It was a good time. You, like we, I don't know. I feel like I feel like don't don't sleep too much on it. It could happen. <laughs> uh, if it happens, Brian's gonna be like, <laughs> oh God, I told you. Let's come back and the Bridge of Spies wins. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> the movie no one's heard of. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, you know, you never know. Best director, Adam McKay, George Miller, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, Lenny Abramson, and Tom McCarthy. So, yeah, I'm feeling Iñárritu for the I mean, it's going to have to be him, yeah. Yeah. Well, because half I, I feel like I know I, I know your your predictions for the rest of this. Uh, it's just the Revenant, Revenant for best costume design, the Revenant, uh, best <laughs> editing, the if Revenant. Bailey, if it was up to Bailey, every award. This all isn't true. I actually think Room was, like, worthy of best picture. I just think that the the directing made the difference. Okay. Of, like, the way that it was shot and in natural light and just, like, the skill that he has in the way that he shoots things and makes mm-hmm. them look, to me, that's what clinches it. And that's also why I'm picking him for best director. <laughs> so. Yeah, it makes sense. Thank uh, you. Best actor, we got Brian Cranston for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian, DiCaprio for Revenant, Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne for Danish Girl. Pretty much the same. Yeah, I feel like this one's a lock. This one's Shao's going to go, so everyone say goodbye to Shao. Bye, Shao. Bye, Shao. Because today's my besties, besties. Your besties. Your besties. Your besties. Yeah, besties my baby shower. Oh. oh. So I have to be there and prepare for her. Baby. So. Right. Yeah, baby. Tell her uh, hi from all of us and tell her to listen to our show. Okay. <laughs> Shout out baby to baby. Shout out to the unborn baby of Shao's <laughs> <Yes>. besties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So Let us know to, the name of it next time. <laughs> so glad you joined this time. And uh, yeah, look forward to talking to you guys then All right. next week, maybe. Bye, Shao. Peace, yeah, Shao. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. So uh, we continue with... Uh, yeah, so who's going to win for Best Actor? Again, DiCaprio? It's obviously yeah. Leo, and I'm not trying to be it's biased. It's just like he is, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but who do you think is like the sleeper hit? Like the, oh, if this guy wins, you know, that'd be kind of like. Probably a- Eddie Redmayne, even though I didn't see the Danish girl, but just like from things that I've heard and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. that's do you think that's, they'd repeat? Because he won last year, right? Yeah, he did. Who? Didn't Eddie, Eddie Redmayne? Oh, Redmayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won, uh, he won for, for uh, Theory of Everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the things that I was talking with Shao, actually. That, like, she said, like, are you sure it's going to be better than Red Mink? And, like, he really was, like, that good and in, in Danish Girl. And I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm very... You like the candor Yeah, more, so. for the Danish Girl. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like she stole it. That so. was the bigger star of that movie. Yeah. Um, best actress, then, we have Kate Blanchett for Carol, Brie Larson for Room, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy. Okay. Oh, of course. Uh, Charlotte Rampling for 45 years and Charles Ronan. I think that's the way you say it. I'm sorry. Charles Ronan uh, for Brooklyn. Swarzy? Something like that. She was on, she was on uh, Colbert explaining how to say yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like, like I that. should know this by now. It's something like Cersei or Ronan, something like that. I just want to explain my ugh Saoirse. at Jennifer Lawrence. I love Jennifer Lawrence, but I saw Joy and I was underwhelmed. I can't believe she won the Globe again. Yeah, I know. I yeah. like... It just seems like it fits nicely in her hand, it's so they just, give it to her. You know, I mean, and it's been said before, I feel like a lot of the time mainstream awards are kind of 
who's the most likable, who does the most interviews, who has their face out there the most. Not always, but I feel like yeah, with you her, I mean, she's so many, she's such a big name and, and she's everywhere. And Yeah, and you got to play the game, like you said. Like, oh, you got to yeah. do the rounds, you got to come out and to the lunches. She's very good at it. I mean, stuff. she's made a few mistakes, but she's in general quite quite good at playing the game. In terms of who should win, if Brie Larson doesn't win, I'll be oh, pissed. Oh, definitely. Straight yeah. pissed. There's like no way in my, there's no question in my head that, no. that Brie Larson sh- like shouldn't win. Like she is the one who should win. No questions asked about it. Shout out to Kate Blanchett though because, you know, that was a really good performance. That was a really good Carol. I liked um, Rooney Mara in that too though. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, oh, didn't she's she? Supporting, no, she is. Right? She's in supporting actress. Yeah. Oh, is she in there? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just didn't scroll down and read. That was the thing. That was kind of weird that, that another discussion of like, you know, when who was the clear lead lead in this movie? Like, is it her? But it, her, she's not the same one because it's, I don't know. Um, yeah, so best supporting actor, we got Christian Bale for The Big Short. Tom Hardy for The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Sly! Okay, I know that. Yeah, I know you're on team Sylvester Stallone. Team Sly forever. Um, I'm going to actually go with Ruffalo on this one. Yeah, but was he like, I, was he like, yes, he was so supportive there. It's, fu- <laughs> it's funny because he's such a tremendous actor, but I don't feel like this performance was stand out enough to merit his f- first Oscar because he he doesn't have I don't think so but yeah like you said like uh, he just has like that one breakout scene of like you know like when, when they're telling him that, that they still need oh, to do some more research yeah. and he's like ah, like that's kind of like his one like Oscar moment in that I mean then, isn't that all it takes yeah is but, one good Oscar moment I just don't want to say The Revenant again okay even though Tom Hardy see, was I'm really so, fucking oh, good gosh. I'm such a like he doesn't get the due he deserves ever. So I Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, true. And I want to say him, but I haven't seen the movie. No, he was really good in it. But like everything, he's okay. Have either of you seen The Drop? No. Oh God, go watch The Drop. It's on Netflix. Please that, do it. Is that the one where he? Oh, the one with uh, James Gandolfini. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, James yeah, yeah. Gandolfini's like last movie, and it's just no. It's, wasn't it the 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 one with the uh, uh, what's her face from Veep? No, that was before. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, there you go. This was the last one he filmed. Um, oh, okay. So, but yeah, it's just it's like it's a it's a crime movie, but so different than most crime movies. But go watch it because I mean Tom Hardy is just. And we were talking about like ha, um, like how Leo has very little dialogue. I assume it's kind of the same for his character. He has more. Oh, he does have. He has more, more dialogue than Leo. But for in sure. general, he is that kind of actor that doesn't say much, but like gets so much across. So I was yeah. stoked to see him nominated, even if I haven't seen this particular performance. He did a really good job. Yeah, he he conveys a lot through his eyes, and uh, oh yeah, he gets the more talking. So so mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Lines. Okay. Uh, but yeah, definitely go to Sly. Sly for the win. Yeah, oh, I think man. it's good win. I think it's gonna go to Sly. And you think so? It's he such was an amazing. Iconic role. Like he was awesome in Creed. Creed is amazing because of him. Oh, thanks man. to him. Also thanks to uh, Michael B. Jordan doing it. Incredible performance, like and Michael B. Jordan gets shit for that for that movie. Yeah, that yeah, he wasn't nominated for that because he's one, so talented, insane. And Ryan Coogler like doing amazing shots with the the first fight, like one of the most incredible fights in, in movie history. Um, and yeah, like I don't know, like sorry, you're gonna say. And I feel like too, what makes 
it's so worthy. I mean, if we're looking at the character as a whole as well, not just, you know, in Creed, just the trajectory of the Balboa character and how, like, if you compare it to, you know, the first Rocky, how, like, kind of cocky and, like, meat-headed he is and he's just, he's kind of dumb. Yeah. And then now you see, like, this this kind of very sad kind of toned down it's, character. It's like a know? super toned down, yeah. like laid back, like really good look at, at Rockies. He's not doing like the big like all the time. Yeah. Like it's really, it's really passionate and he's like sad, but not in a way where he's mopey and sad mm-hmm. or whatnot. Like, you know, he's visiting Adrian and, and Polly and in and, and, and the graves and, and he's just having a chat with them, like reading the paper. And Adrian. It's, it's perfect. It's so awesome. I f- yeah, I feel like it's an amazing look at the journey of such an iconic character that has existed for so long. So I think it's, I think he deserves it. I think I'm just bitter at the Michael B. Jordan snub. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He, should, he should be nominated, too. He was amazing in, as, as a Donnie's Creed. Um, so then Best Supporting Actress, we got Jennifer Jason Lee for The Hateful Eight. Rooney Mara for Carol, Rachel McAdams for Spotlight, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. Okay, we haven't seen The Hateful Eight, and I also didn't see The Danish Girl, so I'm just going to have to go by on like what I've seen, unfortunately. And I want to say Kate Winslet or Rooney Mara here. You saw Steve Jobs? Yeah, I did. Okay. So after The Globes came out, Winslet won, right? Like She won okay. the Best Supporting Actress, so... That's when I felt like, yeah, she's going to take it again. But then Vikander won uh, the SAG, and she's kind of getting more and more like, oh, she should be the one winning. It was her year. Kate Winslet already has millions of Oscars. I mean, I haven't seen Steve Jobs, and I worship Kate Winslet, so I'm not going to be upset if she wins. But you, you, I've already mentioned numerous times how I feel about <laughs> Vikander and the Danish girl, so I think that's, that's where my, my loyalty lies here. And if you're interested in Alicia Vikander, watch Ex Machina because that's really good. But nobody watched it. <laughs> it's real good. It's really good nobody movie. saw it. No, what's, I'm kidding. What's it's, your pick? Um, yeah, Vikander. I think I think the Danish girl is like getting more getting more momentum, and she's the one that's getting a little bit more momentum in that way. And again, she had a tremendous year. She had a lot of movies. She was in a lot of conversation. She's in the minds of a lot of people. So I see. I can see her winning it. But yeah, Kate Winslet was like it also be like the second like don't be too surprised if she wins it. Yeah. Cuz she usually wins it. So yeah, th- thank you so much for listening. This has been new podcast for the News <laughs> Friends Network. This we're kind of still deciding name. the News <laughs> Friends this is, uh, Network baby. We're we're trying to come up with a new name, but it'll come to us. Uh we'll, we'll find out what it is. Um Tanya, where can people find you on Twitter? They can find me at News Commission, which is a play on my last name. Because oh, apparently, perfect. it really just sounds like, it. like your own business. It does. That's cool. And there's people who are like, Michael will be like, you tweeted me and I thought it was like an actual news corporation. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. News Commission. It's just my own thing. That's great. Bailey? Oh, uh, they can find me at uh, BCJ Nicholson on Twitter. Nicholson spelled just like the same as Jack Nicholson, but we're not related. You're not? That's unfortunate. I wish. You don't get Laker tickets. I'm not as cool as Tessa being related to Alicia Vikander. Really? Oh, yeah, you told me. She posted on Facebook that they're cousins. Oh, that's awesome. What? We'll have to we'll have to get we'll her. We'll have in. to verify. Like nobody nobody, nobody held that against me, but she said something like, on like, Facebook like, like first cousins? 
Well, I don't know. But she was like, congratulations to my cousin for something. Blah, blah. Maybe oh it was God. a joke in the last name, but that's not a common last name. So no, I wouldn't not. be too shocked. Huh. You can find Xiao uh, at Xiaoshu underscore news. And you can find me at MCG Brian. And for this, for the time being unnamed podcast, thank you so much for listening. Internet, we out.
Yeah, so it's fine. Okay, well, I guess we can just like start it like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. You don't I know. I pressed record, but it's it's going. So like whenever anyone feels like. Oh, so this is it. <coughs> well, I guess so. I don't know. Okay, well, you're the host, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. The so well, then. With the I really like Bailey's voice. I feel you made it very good. Good at radio. Thank you. Well, she wants to go on the radio. That's really nice. So. You should tell that to the people at CKNW. Just make her go and do <laughs> the interview on your yeah. behalf. I think Bailey is I very competent. <laughs> I should have put Shao as one of my references. Yeah. yeah Character reference. <laughs> Women Shao Shao get famous. <laughs> Shao Shu of the Shao Shu show, you guys. Award, award-winning <laughs> broadcaster Shao Shu has my <laughs> is backing me down. All right, well.